Pickaxe. Normally I have a good page of notes and I'm like, this will take me an hour to get through at least. But today I'm I'm kind of just freestyling. I've got maybe a couple of points. But today is kind of, it's a bit different. I'm just going to be ranting. This is going to be, I want to get angry today. I want to get mad. I want to get, I want to get a little, I want to get a little bit grumpy. I want to get livid. Because today we're talking about my pet peeves and they're not even pet peeves. They're just things that annoy me. They're not even pet peeves. They're just things that annoy me in life. Ranting is good. I think people enjoy a rant. I, people, I think people enjoy it when I get a bit, a bit leery. I think there's a lot of power in ranting. I feel that it gives you an outlet. I think it's important to rant to people and, and have a complaint. It's important to complain about things, especially when it's like, if you have a complaint about work stuff, I like complaining about work-related things to, to people and going, oh, this and that, because it kind of lets you process it in a weird way. This is not on my talking points, but I feel it's a point to raise. I feel you can sort of learn a lot by ranting about things, about yourself, mainly. Uh, quite often I find myself ranting about work-related things quite often, and then I'm like, oh, that's because I'm annoyed about this because it's not in line with what I value a lot of the things. So maybe we'll get really kind of pretentious with this whole thing. And I've got silly little things that annoy me. And maybe this, the the way we approach it of doing, doing the stuff, the little silly things that annoy me. We'll, We'll talk about the little silly things that annoy me. And then I guess we'll do some psychoanalysis of why do they annoy me? What is it about it? What's the act? What about this act? I'm actually realizing what all these have in common before we even get into it but yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see what i like and don't like and and why things annoy me the first the first thing on this list is people that leave the toilet lit up i have gone on many a tangent about people that leave the toilet lid up i'm talking about the toilet lid, not the toilet seat no no the whole lid when you sit down at the toilet you got you got your toilet seat and then you got the toilet lid it, it's a two-step process it's a two-step process, okay? A lot of lads, with their standing up and peeing, don't put the seat down. Don't put the lid down. Obviously, they don't have the lid down while they're peeing. But they lift them both up, and they pee. They stand, they pee. <laughs> Easy. And you go poop. You go, or you sit down. You sit down and you pee. You're putting the seat down. What I don't understand is the people that don't put the lid back down after using the bathroom. Why... Why do you think the toilet lid exists? People that don't put the lid down, what do you think it's there for? Huh? What do you think it's there for? Have you seen these diagrams of when you flush a toilet and how far the fecal particles spread when you flush it and how dirty everything gets? If you've, all the bacteria, all the germs, from flushing a toilet, they go everywhere in the bathroom. I'm not like a little germaphobe, really. But it is a little bit of cleanliness. It's a little bit of cleanliness. But the main thing, it's aesthetics, to be fair. It's kind of... Toilets are gross, okay? Toilets are gross. If you go into the bathroom, if you have a guest round, and they go into your bathroom, do you want them to be presented by the shithole? What if they're going in just to wash their hands? What if they're going in just to freshen up? What if you've got someone around and they're just freshening up in the bathroom? They don't want to see your shithole, okay? Doesn't matter if it's clean. Doesn't matter if it's immaculate. It's still the hole that you shit in. Just cover it up. Just cover it up. 
it's it's oh, just I just I don't get it. Why why do you have a toilet lid if you're not going to use it? Are you only using it to put the lid down so you can sit on the toilet while you're in the bathroom? I don't know. You're using it as a seat. That seems stupid. I just don't get it. Now I can understand if this is a public place and you're going using a public bathroom and you're not putting the lid up and down. That's fine. I'm not even sure if all public toilets have uh, lids, do they? That doesn't actually register with me. If I'm going to a public toilet, I don't want to touch it at all, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think anyone really wants it. If, and I don't want to faff around putting a lid up and down in a public toilet. That's that's disgusting. You shouldn't you shouldn't have to touch a toilet in public. So I'm fine with that, especially in the, in a guy's in a, well, in, the, in the in the guy's bathroom. You got the urinals for people that standing and peeing, and then the seats down for people people pooping. So no one really needs to touch that and move it up and down. That's fine. I'm chill with not putting the lid down in public. But when you're at your own, your own home, in your private space, just make your bathroom a bit more presentable. For you, for the people round, it's just so much, it's so much cleanlier. No one should be shitting in a public toilet. Sometimes you're out and you got to shit, Hubble, okay? Some people got to poop out in public. Not all of us have the, the gut hold of a god. Hubble's never had anxiety dump. Oh god, I've don't I don't do anxiety shits. Again, I have to pee when I have anxiety, to be fair. I, I like I really like it's weird. I get I get really bad I get a, such a nervous bladder, embarrassingly so. It even sort of um this is too much information. This is too much information. I don't know why I'm sharing this. Even when like if I get overly excited, I need to pee. Sort of thing. Um or maybe just anticipation. Maybe it is nerves. But I remember like growing up playing like hide and seek. Playing hide and seek, I that sort of on edgeness of, of hiding while being seeked, I always needed to pee. Always. I don't know what that is. What what's what's the what's the deal with that? I also get it while playing Dota. Like a long Dota game, I always need to pee. And it's just like and like tension. It's the tension of a stressful situation. I don't even like need to pee really normally. Like I I just pee before the game. And then we have like an hour long game of Dota 2 and I'm like, oh, I need to piss myself. And I'm like, get fidgety. And I'm just like, I need to pee, I need to pee, I need to pee. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. There's something wrong with my brain and body that when it's like a tense situation, I need to pee so bad. But anyway, that's too much information. Um. So yeah, put, put toilet lids down. We we were gonna do. Why does that annoy me? I think it's just vibes, you know. Make just make things look nicer. It just just make it look nicer, dudes. Put in a little bit of effort. Make it look nice. Okay, that's all I gotta say. The second thing on my list of things that annoy me and should just stop. It's like hypotheticals, but not not all hypotheticals. Like hypothetical questions, not all of them, but like stupid ones. Okay. Dumb, stupid shit ones, but not all dumb, stupid shit ones. I feel there's a very fine line of hypotheticals that I like and ones that I don't like. Ones where it sparks an interesting conversation, I'm chill with. Ones I don't like is like, oh, would you rather uh, sleep with your mum or or get fucked by your dad? Those ones where it's like, would you rather two fucking awful things? And you're like, no, no, I wouldn't. Actually, I wouldn't rather either, actually. And I'm I'm not going no, stop. Stop. What what is it with those? Why why? Why are you asking this hypothetical? It's stupid. 
it's so stupid. I, d- I don't... Just stupid hypotheticals, man, where it's like, it's not an interesting conversation. It's just stupid. It's just fucking stu- Just shut up. This isn't worth talking about. What are you on? Uh, would would you rather have bean fingers or be actually no bean fingers or bean toes is a kind of funny interesting conversation. I would rather have bean toes than bean fingers, but you know what I mean. Where it's kind of ones where they put you in a weird situation where it's like, would would you want to do this awkward thing or this awkward thing? And you got to choose hypothetically. No, hypothetically though, if you had to, no, I don't want to answer this question. The other thing annoys me is like. Those questions like, would you still love me if I was a worm? That's become a kind of meme within relationships. Would you still love me if I was a worm? Shut up. Shut up. No, I wouldn't. If you were a worm, I'd... I'd, No. What are you on? What what are you on? No, I would not love you if you're a... You're a worm. What? Shut up. Stupid. Stupid question. So stupid. You mean you don't love me because I'm a worm? People like that, stop. It's just stupid. It's not happening. It's not real. Let's not talk about it. Everyone who answers yes to that worm question is lying. Exactly. Exactly. Would you still watch these streams if I was a worm? Um, that's. I think that's a different question. I think it'd be interesting actually. Imagine this stream if I was a worm. It wouldn't go. Li- I wouldn't. I wouldn't go live as the thing because I wouldn't be able to because I'm a worm. I would. I wouldn't be able to do anything because I'm a worm. I wouldn't even be able to hit the go live button because I'm a worm. Okay. This is a good idea actually. I'm gonna get a worm farm. I'm gonna put a camera on a worm farm and do a stream title just on just chatting. Would you still watch me if I was a worm? And it's just a worm video. I just have that live for a few hours. I think more would eat me if I was a worm. I think that's also the issue. I think I would be eaten by my cat if I was a worm. And that's not ideal for most people, being eaten alive. So yeah, dumb hypotheticals. I don't know what it is about dumb hypotheticals that I dislike. Maybe it's just because it's like wasted thought. (laughs) Maybe that's what it is. It just feels stupid. I'd hate it. I can't, I just, I'm done. On a similar note, actually, on a similar note to dumb hypotheticals, the other thing I hate is dumb questions. I can't fucking stand them. I can't fucking stand them. God, God damn. God damn dumb questions. I've done a couple of AMAs in my time where I'm like, oh, send me questions about this topic. Let's discuss this topic. Let's let's talk about this, this like streaming. Let's talk about streaming assets. Let's talk about this and that. And the amount of people that go, oh, what's your favorite cheese? You're an idiot. What are you doing? Shut the fuck up. What's your favorite cheese? Oh my God. Christ. Why? It's it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not original. It's just dumb. It's just dumb. It's just like it's a question that's kind of phrased of like, haha, I'm being funny. I just I can understand if you ask that question to someone that's maybe into food. Or maybe someone that's like a a, a cheese expert. Someone that reviews food. Maybe ask them what their favorite cheese is. But why? Why ask the question? What are you going to gain by asking that question? What insight? Like, why ask a question for someone and they take the time to answer you when it's just... It's just not worth knowing. It's not worth asking. I don't understand. What types of coffee beans do you enjoy? Well, that's good. That's a good question because I drink a lot of coffee. There we go. That's fine. 
What type of coffee beans do I enjoy? That's a better question. That's on topic. I drink a lot of coffee. Asking me what kind of coffee I enjoy makes sense. How often do you see me eating cheese? Maybe I'm just out of the loop. Are people just eating cheese by itself on the regular? Am I just out of the loop on cheese? Is cheese actually very mainstream for eating? And most people have cheese at least once a week in their diet? You know what? I'm gonna have a zero tolerance on, on dumb questions now. If I ever do another AMA about like a topic and someone asks a stupid question, they're banned from any further AMAs. I'm gonna make a blacklist of, of stupid people. I think that's a good thing. <laughs> I'll make it like a shame list. On the, on the server, on the Discord server. I'll make a, a list of people that ask stupid shit. Okay, on topics of people asking questions, the other thing that annoys me, this is largely in comment sections, but sometimes it happens on the Discord. People that ask basic ass questions that you could just Google the answer to. Do people not understand Google? Why are you asking me this very basic question? Try and figure it out yourself first, okay? People that leave a comment in a video going, oh, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? Just fucking Google it first, mate. Why are you taking up someone else's time? Try and figure it out yourself. Oh my God. Just Google it. I can understand. Say someone is live and chatting like I am now. Occasionally I'll ask you about something. Instead of Googling, I'll go, oh, oh how did you do this quickly? It's because I, I don't want to tab out and, and take time. If someone knows in chat while you're live and talking to someone, that's fine. It's the concept of writing out a comment. And this is normally on a place where it's like, it will take a while for them to reply to you. Like in the comment section or in a discord, people will go, uh, how do you do this? And it's something very basic where if they just type that exact thing they just typed out in this comment section or server and just put it in Google, it would have given them the answer on the first fucking link. So I think anytime this happens now, I am just gonna screenshot Google and send it to people and just be really passive aggressive with it. I will just copy paste their question, put it into Google and then screenshot Google with the question and the top link. Because people need to stop being so lazy and stupid. Um, God, you can tell I've got so angry this year. I love, I like, I love it. I low-key love being this aggressive. It's actually very freeing to be this aggressive. Uh, it's quite funny as well. I, at least I think it's funny. I think people are having a good time, right? People are having a good time, right? People are, fuck, people aren't having a good time. It's fine. I feel I have to embrace it for the pod. I have to embrace the anger for the, I have to embrace, I have to go full tilt on, on the little things. Just for a giggle. Just, just for a little giggle time. Anyway, moving on from online people. Let's move into the real life. In the, in the IRLs, I noted this down when I went to shop the other day, walking around Sainsbury's, I'm getting towards the checkout and I just see like something from the frozen aisle just put in a random aisle. And I'm just like, Christ. I don't understand someone that's gone through shopping, clearly has time to browse around shops, go to the back of the shop even, go to the frozen section and then change their mind later and just put something on the wrong shelf, in the wrong aisle. You clearly had the time to browse the shop. Put it back. Just put it back. If you had time to walk around this shop and go, oh, do I want this or do I want that? You clearly have the time to put the thing back that you now decided you didn't want. I could understand if you're in a rush, right? If you're in a rush and you don't have time, maybe it's fine. 
But very rarely do you see weird items placed about, which is like, oh, they were clearly in a rush here. No, what you see is people who are lazy and then decide to change their mind on something they picked up while browsing. They were like, uh, I want some brunch bars. And they get some brunch bars and then they go around the other side of the shop and they go, oh, there's different brunch bars here as well. Or maybe I want chocolate instead. And they'll put something in the complete wrong aisle. It's like, dude, you're taking your time to go around the shop. Just be a decent person and put it back. Just, just be, just be a half decent human. Bruh, think, think of your fellow human in the shop that's going to have to just organize that shit. You know where you picked it up from. You know exactly the location you picked it up from. Just, come on, man. Is chilled items left on regular shelves when someone changes their mind that angers me most? Yeah, that is the most tilting thing, actually. Where it's like, this needs to stay cool. And they just, they just leave it out in the warm, in the heat. And it's like, well, that product's no good now. Like, you've just wasted this food. Ugh, disgraceful. Yeah, so it's basically just people being a little bit, um, what's the word? Inconsiderate. Why did it take me so long to figure out? Inconsiderate. People being inconsiderate of others, basically. I kind of like to live my life by the sort of saying of like, treat others as if you were that person. It's not treat others how you want to be treated. It's slightly different. Imagine, imagine it is reincarnation, but you live as everyone. Try and live your life like you are everyone and just be chill with people. Okay. Don't treat them. Don't treat them how you want to be treated. Treat them as if you are them. And I feel if everyone did this, everyone's going to have a nicer time. Okay. I feel this mindset also lets you just be a bit more chill when people are angry. Okay. If someone's pissed off at you, you're probably either just having a bad day. If that was me and I was that angry at someone, I was just kind of dismissive. It's probably because I was having a bad day. And if you just treat people like that, it's normally a chill thing. Uh, and it makes it easier to get along with people and not have feelings out and, and all, all that all that jazz. Just kind of a judgment-free zone with, with living life. Um, ironic how you are talking about hating on certain people about their dumb questions. Yeah, well, if I was that dumb person, I would want someone to tell me to sort my shit out and stop being lazy. If I was being lazy and stupid, someone tell me, okay? If I'm being a lazy, inconsiderate asshole, tell me. If I'm asking stupid questions, call me out. You know, I don't, I don't think that's ironic. I'm very chill with being corrected. I'm very happy with it. You know, I'm pro-bullying. <laughs> I'm, I'm all about bullying for the right reasons. <laughs> it's corrective behavior therapy. Um, maybe not, maybe not. But like, if I'm being an idiot, I'm, I'm, I'm completely fine with people going, you're being an idiot. Or if I'm doing something that's kind of inconsiderate and I get called out on it, Good. If I did something that's inconsiderate for someone else's like feelings, yeah, call me out on it. Call me out, please. That's kind of actually raised the thought of something that does annoy me. Calling it ironic that I was saying one thing but doing the other. Not. I'm not because I'm I'm pro being called out for stupid shit. It's kind of hypocrisy. That fucking does my nut in. People that say one thing do the other. God damn. I'm probably I'm probably prone to doing this. I hate myself, so it's fine. It's oh, this is this is going to be a weird one to talk about because I haven't got any notes on it and it, I feel it's a broader topic that I'd probably like to discuss further. We're getting into it now. I'm trying. I don't want to talk about it, but it's also like you judge people on their actions, not their intent, right? And I feel a lot of times where you see someone being hypocritical, it's kind of because you're seeing their action. Okay, you're not seeing their intent behind the action. Maybe they just they're just bad at doing certain things, and their intent for their action wasn't actually in line with how you saw that action. So 
their intent was aligned with what they say, but the way you perceive that action makes it seem hypocritical. Anyway, let's not talk about it today. Let's let's go back onto people annoying me and fucking bike lanes, okay? Jesus Christ, bike lanes! I am not a cyclist, but I have a little one wheel, okay? I am in the bike lane. I'm a vehicle. I'm moving. I'm schmoving through the city, okay? I'm moving at a pace. I'm moving at speed. If you are walking, get out the fucking bike lane. You're gonna get someone hurt, okay? Someone's gonna get injured. It's probably gonna be you. Actually, probably gonna be the cyclist because they'll probably fall off their bike. I mean, you'll get a big old bruise on you. But the amount of people that just are so oblivious so oblivious to bike lanes does my nothing. Even if there's no bike around, get out the bike lane. They can come moving out of nowhere. Oh, it's insane. There's a certain bridge I have to cross quite often. It's quite narrow. In all fairness, it is quite narrow. It's a narrow walkway next to a narrow bike lane. But the amount of people that just full spread across this bike lane does my nothing. Or even worse is when you're going along this bike lane and there's a narrow path next to it. And someone moves out of the way of someone else and just steps into the bike lane without even checking. And you're behind them and you had to go, whoa, suddenly stop. Oh my God. It's so dangerous. It's like stepping out into a road. Obviously, you're not going to die. So people are like, oh, it's chill. Well, I'm not going to die if I get hit by a bike. Well, you might actually. If your head hits the ground hard enough, you might fucking die. So check. Okay. Check. But yeah, it, it's absolutely insane the people that just are oblivious to bikes. I feel like these must be people that haven't ever cycled in their lives and never actually been on a bike and just, they're just oblivious. They've never been in a situation that they can't sort of empathize or is it sympathize? Which one is it where you haven't done it, but you can feel it? It's like jealousy and um, envy. People get those, like, people get those around the wrong way all the time. Empathy is feeling someone else's feelings and sympathy is imagining how it would feel. Right. So empathy is you've experienced it. Sympathy is when you use your imagination. So people that are walking and haven't ridden a bike, please sympathize with the cyclist. On the same note of, of people kind of just walking wherever they want. On the same note of people just walking wherever they want to walk is a larger groups of people, normally three or more, but sometimes down to even just two people walking all together in a line forming a wall across the sidewalk the pavement the path people walking in a unit what are you doing the old rolling roadblock i jeez I, I do not understand this this is baffling to me if you are walking as a three side to side to side okay just be aware that you're walking as a large wall be aware of your surroundings. There are people around you. Some people are walking at different speeds. Some people need to get past you. These people do not move. There are people that like, they're walking three abreast, right? And you're walking towards them and they don't even like duck in behind each other. They don't, they don't shimmy and they don't change their formation. They just stay as a three and you, you have to like, what the fuck, it, what the fuck? Why am I squeezing past you? Why do I have to squeeze past you? I'm shimmying sideways. For you three to walk normally. Oh my god. Yeah, and this is also normally tied with people that walk slowly. I feel 
I think the more people you have, the slower you walk. And it's insane how annoying it is and how oblivious people are. And the bigger the group, the less aware people are to people, other people walking. God fucking damn. If you're walking on a path, always leave space for someone to overtake you or walk past you. Or just at least leave a single file space. Don't take up the whole fucking thing. And if you are, constantly be checking. Okay, just just be aware that people are coming and going around you. You do not own the streets. I feel that's quite a common thing, though. I think a lot of people feel that. I don't think that's a, a weird niche thing to be annoyed about that only I experience. But it does do my nutting. I, th- I think I'm mainly more frustrated about it because I'm when I'm out and about, I'm normally on my one wheel. And the amount of effort to, like, go slowly on that or stop while you're on that is so much higher than just walking. And obviously I'm limited with where I can go in a one wheel. I can't like step down a curb and then step around people on it. Because I can't go back up the curb. Once I'm down the curb, I'm dead, basically. I've got one more. I've got, I've got a couple more things on my list. This is the last kind of thing about people. Is there's certain types of people where they have kind of a, a, a small job, right? But within their, their smallish job, they have a lot of power within their small setting. Like a librarian has full control over the library. Realistically, in the grand scheme of things, it's quite a, a small niche. But if you're in their library, you're in their, you're in their court, baby. And they can do whatever the fuck they want. The power trips. Yeah, power trip people. People that get hung, hungry over their power within their really small niche. And they kind of lose perspective of who they are and what they're doing. And it's just like, what are you doing? People that overuse their authority within situations. I'm sure I've had countless experiences with this and I can't I can't think of many. One time I can remember someone kind of going a bit weird with their power was I was at an airport and this is not a good place to get in trouble. Uh and this was a, this was a stressful fucking situation. So, we're going on our family holiday and we went through airport security, pretty standard so far. I'm I'm with my mother and basically my mother had some jewelry that she liked and it broke because of airport security. That's the short of it. I can't remember the exact details. And the other side of airport security, there's a rate your experience today button, okay? And it's one of these things where it gives you four smiley faces to click between angry, happy, medium, it's all those. And I, 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 I hit the, oh, angry, ugh. Jewelry got broken, angry. And right after I press this, some security guard comes up to me and he, he just assumes that I'm a kid just messing with their system and hitting the angry button. He goes, what do you think you're doing? Dude, it asked me to review my experience. I'm pressing the button. You broke something? You broke property of ours? I let, Can I Can I not? You, you put it here. Let me press the button. And he's like trying to like gatekeep my experience, basically. Right? And I start trying to explain and he's, he's not... He's like, well, that's that's not that. Leaving, leaving, he's leaving feedback, and he's like trying to stop me because I'm a kid pressing the button because I didn't give it a happy face. If I pressed a smiley face, it wouldn't have been a problem because I had a bad experience. This motherfucker comes up to me and is like, you're not allowed to have a bad experience, and I'm just like, I just want to keep smashing. You're annoying me now. I'm gonna keep smashing the fucking angry face at this point. Outrageous. Uh, remember at school, um, started locking most of the toilets. What the fuck, man? Schools are weird. Yeah, teachers get, some teachers get kind of weird with their power as well. Some of them are just kind of cringe and like giving detentions. Like, yeah, teachers that give like weird detentions out are kind of cringe. 
And it's just like, <sighs> also the teachers that kind of indecisive with when they get angry. Like I remember I had a history teacher and this guy was normally relatively chill. If you forgot your book, whatever, he'll give you paper. Forgot your textbook, he's got spares. He's normally quite chill. And I'm a decent student. I don't miss my homework deadlines. I, I'm chill in class. I'm a, I'm a good student. I'm not a troublemaker. I'm a chill dude. I keep quiet. I keep to myself. I do the work. I forget my, my, my book, my writing book. One time, detention. What the fuck? Shit like that? What's wrong with you? It's clearly an honest mistake. And you're punishing a kid for making an honest mistake. Someone that's in your class who you've been teaching for three years makes one mistake one time forgetting their book. I forgot my book. I need some paper. Detention. What's the fuck? What is wrong with you? I think there's just a lot of weird teachers out there, man. I remember like at sixth of my college, my sort of um, form tutor who was like in charge of like, what, what the fuck is the point in form time, man? That's weird. I guess it's like organizing people and keeping people up to date. I think that's all it is. Keeping them up to date on school information. Weird. Anyway, my form tutor was such a cringe man. He was a woodwork teacher and he was, he was called Mr. Quinn and he was an asshole, okay? <sighs> but I remember during sixth form, we had to like find work experience for a week during sixth form. And I couldn't, I couldn't find anything, right? I couldn't find anything that I was interested in. I was like, I, I don't really know what I want to do. I was, I was looking for stuff. I couldn't find anything that I wanted. And he went on a whole rants at me during the sixth form in front of everyone. It's like however many kids in a sixth in a sixth form um, form room. It's like a like a class of students. And he went on a rant on me that I was going to fail in life because I couldn't get work experience. Basically, he's like, if you don't get work experience, you won't have a good CV. No university will accept you, and you won't be able to get a job, and you won't be able to pay your bills, and you end up with a shitty job. You're going to fail in life because you can't get work experience. What a fucking idiot. Oh my God. It's just like, when you're a person of authority right, like that, be a chill dude, okay? Be a chill dude. You're dealing with children as well. When is that much of a power difference in the dynamic of like, adult teacher has all the power to child in school doing their best and you rant at them and just go full... You're gonna you're gonna fail in life. And you'll be miserable because you can't get work experience. It's a lot of um, self-reflection when they do that kind of stuff, isn't it? It's it's kind of like they're talking to themselves. I think when they go on rants like that. I had an English teacher tell me that was a disappointment to my family. Fuck me, dude. Honestly, teachers are so cringe. Like, there's so many teachers that are just cringe. Obviously, there's a, there's a lot of good teachers as well. I'm not gonna I'm not shitting on all teachers. There's so many good teachers. I've, I think I've got I've had more good teachers than I've had bad ones. Obviously. But just occasionally, there's that standout moment from some asshole teacher because they have power in a classroom. It's just embarrassing. Anyway, the last thing that annoys me in my list that I've prepared, I'm sure there's other things in this list, and I'll probably come back to more things that annoy me. But the last thing that annoys me is cliffhangers. I, f I feel it's funny to leave it as a meme saying I'm annoyed at cliffhangers, but um, genuinely cliffhangers. In TV shows, there's a trend at the moment. If you're watching a series, they will leave it on a cliffhanger at the end of each episode. What? It annoys me be beyond belief. If I'm watching a show and I'm enjoying a show, I'll come back for the next episode. You don't have to leave it on a cliffhanger for me to go, Ooh, I, I can't wait to see what happens next. I want to feel satisfied. Exactly. 
That's exactly it. I want to watch a show and then have a narrative, have an episode and go, oh, that was satisfying. I can't wait for more. I don't want to be like, oh, 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 what's happening next? Have confidence in your narrative that you can have an episode with a decent ending and it be satisfying as an individual product. Tasteful cliffhangers are fine. Sometimes, yeah, tasteful, maybe if, if there's an episode that feels like it just needs to be two episodes long and you leave it on a midway point, kind of fine. God, I think Game of Thrones was a prime example of this. Game of Thrones was awful for cliffhangers, which kind of felt a bit lazy because the majority of Game of Thrones was kind of boring. Like the whole middle section of a Game of Thrones episode is boring and it's only ever good the last like 10 minutes and then the next episode's first 15, you know? And that's the only reason they keep you hooked because like the first 15 minutes is, oh, this this is good. This is exciting. And then they have dull filler for so much of it. But then at the end, they're like, oh, but there's more. And you're like, oh, there's more coming. I can't wait for more. But when you really look at it, the majority of the show is actually really boring. The way I've kind of counteracted this and to feel satisfied with watching TV in the way I like to watch of having a nice satisfying end point and not dealing with cliffhangers is if there's a show that does this, I'll end up watching, I'll watch an episode and if it ends on a cliffhanger, I will start the next episode and then stop watching as, as soon as it feels resolved. And I'm like, ah, that's my satisfying ending. I feel good about this now. I'll stop watching then, normally halfway through the next episode. And I'll wait for the next episode to come out after that. And then I kind of continue. And I kind of watch half ep- halfway into halfway in of episodes. And that way you don't have cliffhangers. And you feel like you have a nice concise narrative on each watch. It's the way to, it's the way to live. It's the way to watch. It's the way I like it. I think a show that did it well recently. I watched Beef on Netflix. I think Beef hit the balance of like not really leaving it cliffhangery, But leaving it satisfying. Because I never felt like I, was, I had to watch the next one right now. I always felt quite satisfied with watching that show. Um... But yeah, I think that I think that does it for today. I didn't think I'd be able to ramble for this long with zero talking points. But we did it. 